Hello everyone. Welcome to Careers Infinite. I'm your host Devika and in today's podcast we are going to dig deeper into career options. We have our guest Dr. Rupali Chaudhary here with us to give us some insight into how to go about exploring different careers as a graduate, be it undergrad, masters, PhD or even a postdoc. Dr. Chaudhary, thank you so much for joining us today. It is my pleasure. So we have questions from people at different points in their education and career from undergrads to postdoctoral candidates. So let me ask you, what are the different job options available out there after a student finishes their bachelor's degree in science? When we say a bachelor's degree in science, it really is a broad subject. During four years at university, there are some students who would have specialized in a particular aspect of science, like astrophysics or organic chemistry. But then there are students who would have completed a degree having taken general science courses. With each of these, there are a little bit of different steps that you could take. After the completion of your bachelor's degree, you have the option to extend your education by entering professional schools like nursing, respiratory therapy, anesthesia assistance, dental assistance, you know, just to give you a few examples. But you could also be looking for science-related jobs in industry, like in sales or the R&D department, or within academic labs as technicians. Another option is to apply for non-science-related jobs at banks or businesses, or go in a completely different direction and be a food and travel blogger. Your opportunities really are limitless. So what you're saying is that the degree, whether it's generic or specific, a bachelor's graduate is widely qualified for many of the jobs in different industries. Plus, you had mentioned about the transferable skills last time in our podcast, like team building, organization, time management, and communication. I think all these skills gained as an undergraduate student, it makes them a chameleon and it'll play a huge role in any industry. I completely agree. I think people grossly underestimate the amount of transferable skills they learn during university. Earning a degree is more than just textbook content. How about masters and PhD graduates? Compared to bachelor's graduates, they have more practice and experience handling their own projects and time. And as we all know, they can either be independent thinkers and team-oriented or both. So what are the differences in career options available to MSc versus PhD graduates? This is actually a difficult question. A MSc graduate would have spent two years in a program that may be a course or thesis-based project, while a PhD graduate would have spent four years on a thesis-based project. I'm going to get the obvious answer out of the way, which is to say that PhDs can hold academic research and teaching positions like professorships with their own research programs or be a lecturer. Master's graduates, however, can teach at colleges in North America, but not at universities. Changing gears a little bit, in industry, a master's graduate will have practical knowledge that they will be able to apply as soon as they acquire a job. However, the ladder that they climb is short. 
Positions that they can think about are within the R&D department or a technologist, a regulatory specialist, or even project leads. But they will have to work extra hard to break the glass ceiling, to be able to climb the ladder to become team leads. PhD graduate, however, can enter as a team lead, being in charge of multiple projects. I feel like all this conversation is leading up to contingency planning. Think ahead and make sure to have a backup plan. If plan A doesn't work, let's move on to plan B. So you are a postdoc currently. That's a completely different group apart from masters and PhD graduates. What is your contingency plan? Does the job market require postdoctoral experience? Postdoc experience is pertinent for jobs in academia. And when I'm saying jobs in academia, I mean teaching positions or professorships. But you may not need it in industry or for non-academic university jobs. Now, non-academic university jobs are positions that you would hold that would be something like patent consultants that we talked about, or even grant approval officers. But having said all of that, you can do industry postdoc if you want to still come back into academia eventually when it comes to teaching. You mentioned two different kinds of postdoc, an industry postdoc and an academic postdoc. What is the difference between them? Well, an industry postdoc is when you hold a postdoctoral position in usually a pharmaceutical company. These are between one to three years long and the training is for a senior scientist, which is a position that you could hold within the company. Academic postdocs, on the other hand, stay within university and they are being trained to be university professors. And this can last anywhere from one to six years. But the longer that you are a postdoc in academia, the harder it is to enter industry. And since academic positions like professorships are hard to come by, you can get stuck in what is called the postdoc loop, where you go from one academic postdoc to another academic postdoc, waiting for a professor position to open up. You know, it really is a competitive world out there, so you have to make sure that you are in charge of your future. You know, at the very end, any way I look at it, becoming a PhD candidate or a postdoctoral candidate, these are big career decisions. And a lot of us have been in this place and have asked the same questions again and again. And I feel like we will always be searching answers for it. Honestly, I feel like I'm at those crossroads again. My postdoctorate fellowship ends in a year and I have to decide whether I'm going to go into industry or academia. And I have a few ideas and options that I'm working on, one of which I'm really excited about, which is a networking and leadership program that I want to start for South Asian women in STEM fields. So that's science, technology, engineering, and math and medicine. But on the side, I also want to open a bakery. Wow, you have got a lot on your plate. And I can see that you're utilizing a lot of the transferable skills we talked about. Thank you so much, Dr. Chowdhury, for joining us again today. Your experiences in academia and industry have provided wonderful insight that myself, along with our listeners, can put to use in our careers. And 
in a few years i hope to hear more about your baking and the progress you've made in the stem fields in southeast asia love to come back and talk about them we love to hear from our listeners if you have more questions for dr choudhury or if you like to learn more about different career choices shoot us an email to mentorwalk@careersinfinite.com to find additional podcasts articles and tools about different science careers please visit our website at www.careersinfinite.com thank you again for joining us and please stay tuned for our next podcast on networking on july 1st